Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for March 10th, 2020. In today's news, organizers and attendees offer their thoughts on last month's IEE Expo in Mumbai. Singapore has amended its regulatory framework for vertical transportation. Escalator projects are showing progress at Vancouver transit stations. A high-rise condo building will be the first of four projects a developer is planning for Bangkok. And a residential skyscraper has topped out in a Toronto suburb. Attendees and organizers reflected on the 8th edition of the International Elevator and Escalator Expo 2020 held on February 27th through 29th at the Bombay Exhibition Center in Mumbai. Organizer Messi Frankfurt said that more than 7,500 visitors attended the expo, at which components implementing modern technology took center stage. Representatives of major OEMs, government officials, and the real estate industry, thanks to a partnership with the Confederation of Real Estate Developers, Associations of India, Maharashtra Chamber of Housing Industry, were among attendees. Urbanization and infrastructure development are among vertical transportation business drivers in India, the world's second largest market after China. The show kicked off with component suppliers giving live demonstrations of technology, including a solar power generator for elevators, hydraulic passenger and goods lifts, and smart control panels connected to the cloud. The next expo is planned for 2022. A newly approved amendment to Singapore's building control law updates the regulatory framework for the country's elevators and escalators, the Straits Times reports. The change, enacted by the nation's parliament, requires lift and escalator owners to hire specialist professional engineers to certify design plans, which must then be submitted to the Building and Construction Authority for approval. The submission must show that the elevator or escalator models and their safety components are approved by independent certification bodies. During debate over the rule, several members of Parliament asked if more could be done, such as creating incentives to increase the number of vertical transportation specialists in the country. Zaki Mohammed, Minister of State for National Development, noted that the country has recently seen fewer than 30 safety incidents per year involving the country's 70,000 elevators and 7,000 escalators. Acknowledging the sector's aging workforce, he said the law will allow for a progressive wage model to attract and retain Singaporean residents within the industry. TransLink escalator projects, including the rebuilding of three super-long units at Granville Station in downtown Vancouver, Canada, are progressing at various light rail transit sky train stations, the Daily Hive reports. 
dating to the 1980s and 115 feet long and 46 feet high with 167 steps, the rebuilt Granville escalators that connect the concourse and platform areas had been expected to debut sometime this spring. The station pathway was closed in May 2018 for the work. Funded partially by the federal and provincial governments, the Granville escalator replacement is within budget, according to TransLink. Elsewhere, the four escalators serving the waterfront station's C-Bus terminal reopened this month, and construction is progressing on an escalator replacement project at Commercial Broadway Station. The project carries a cost of 14.5 million Canadian dollars or approximately 10.8 million US dollars. Rizland Thailand has announced plans to launch four new developments in Bangkok, starting with Cloud Residences SKV23, a high-rise luxury condominium development in the Asok neighborhood, the nation Thailand reports. Cloud will be a 43-story residential tower with 372 fully outfitted units meant to offer residents the feeling of staying in a hotel. Amenities will include a swimming pool, a jacuzzi, a yoga room, a sky lounge, co-working space, a meeting room, and more than 1,000 square meters of green area. The project will occupy a 1,400-square-meter site near public transportation stations, office buildings, hospitals, and educational institutions. A construction timeline was not announced, but the developer said more than half of the units have been sold. The project cost is set at 3.6 billion Thai bats, or about 114.4 million U.S. dollars. The Vanguard, a 27-story tall residential tower developed by Devron Developments and designed by Kirkor Architects Planners, has topped out in Markham, Canada, just outside the Toronto city limits, Urban Toronto reports. Located a block north of Yonge Street and Steeles Avenue, the structure sits atop a retail podium and is clad in contrasting white and dark precast panels. Unusual for residential towers, the building is aiming for leadership in energy and environmental design gold certification. Incorporating programs that result in 35% renewable energy and require that 30% of construction materials be locally sourced. Skygrid Construction Incorporated is the builder. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.